Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, your host of How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Before we get started today about fear, failure, and fear of success, I have my upcoming Enough program starting at the end of September, and I'd love for you to join. I've been accepting applications. You can go to howshereallydoesit.com forward slash enough. It's time to get some coaching, and this is a fantastic opportunity. Go there for more information and to apply, and then we can have a conversation about it. All right, so today I'm here to talk about fear, failure, and fear of success. And it's so interesting because I was talking with a good friend of mine, colleague, one of my employees, who has achieved a high level of success. And it's really mind blowing from him to be able to understand that people can have a fear of success. Like he goes, Why would somebody be afraid? But in his world, he's achieved great things. So it it doesn't make sense to him because he's been on the other side of it. And he realized I'm still this normal Joe. But for the rest of us, it can be really scary. So I know that we all understand the fear of failure, right? We can talk about a growth mindset. And I've talked about it a lot here. But really, how good are you at failing, at making mistakes, at allowing yourself to suck at things, to be horrible. I mean, that's not, we're, we're always talking about we have to be the best that we can be. And, you know, I think a lot about kids and the pressure that they're put on to, whether it's to win or to be the best in school so that they can get into the colleges. We're not allowed to make mistakes. So we have this fear of failure. And the, one of the reasons we have this fear of failure is because when these things happen, when these so-called bad things happen, what do we believe? What do we make it mean? When you think of failure, what do you make it mean? So here are some, I'm not enough. I'm a loser. There's something wrong with me. It's not possible for me. It's only for those really special people. Are these some of the voices in your head? But here's the thing. We all make mistakes. Are you willing to put yourself out there? Are you willing to fall down and get back up? Isn't this great that we didn't have these brains and this ability to have language and to shame, shame ourselves and to beat ourselves up when we were babies learning how to walk because we fell down all the time. We failed all the time. And sometimes failure can be really painful and sometimes failure can be really devastating. And I'm just thinking of like learning how to ride a two wheeler and falling down and crashing. Like I did not want to have road rash. I was really afraid of that because I was afraid of the pain. But the thing is, is that I'm not saying like, go fail and fail on purpose and, but be willing to suck at it, willing to put yourself out there, willing to have risks, willing to be vulnerable. That is scary. I get it. But then if you're able to do that and go and learn and get yourself back up, you become so much more resilient. You realize that you don't have to be perfect. And the reality is we can't be perfect. We aren't perfect. And perfection is the birthplace of shame. So we don't want to add any more shame to what we currently have. And instead, it's about understanding our fears and understanding the failure and realizing that these stories are just stories that are creating more pain. I'm not enough. I'm a loser. There's something wrong with me. It's not possible for me. It's only for special people. That is what I call indulging, 
right? It's indulging in the drama. We're just letting this brain juice suck away and it's allowing us to feel shame and fear. And when we feel shame, one of the three ways that we disconnect is we either numb, we approve a whore, or we go gladiator. We go gladiator in somebody else or we go inner gladiator. And then we're biologically programmed when we feel fear to fight it, flight it, or freeze. Neither of these things are helpful. Sure, you may say, but Corinne, like I can really overcome and I can kick in that adrenaline. But what's the cost on the other side? I used to really do that a lot with procrastination. When I was in my 20s, I was like, oh, I can just, you know, I'll just procrastinate because then I get all this adrenaline and I pull these all nighters and I get it done. But the cost was really high over the course of time for me to do it that way. So I don't like to do that anymore because while I do that and I can, yeah, tap into my system, it taxes my system at a much higher rate. And I don't think the quality of my work is any better. So when we go into fight or flight or shame and using the energy to overcome, is that really how you want to spend your precious energy of your life? right? Is that really how you want to use your units of energy that you have every day? That's not how I want to do it. And there really is a better way. So instead, you have to be willing to suck at things. Yes, I know. That's just so not common. But we have to be willing to make mistakes. We have to be willing to learn. And this doesn't mean that you don't care. or You're not doing your best effort. It's doing your best effort and falling on your face. And oftentimes, we don't want to fall on our face and do our best effort. So what maybe you do? less than best effort. So then when you fall on your face, oh yeah, but see, I didn't really give it my all, right? There's that fear of failure coming in and that fear of success at the same time. So we have to be willing to suck at things. And yes, it's hard and it's challenging and it's challenging for me. I can get a lot of tension when I do creative work because I'm like, oh, that old programming of you have to do it perfectly. You have to be amazing. It has to be fantastic. Oh, and then who are you to think you can do that, right? All those voices, I can feel the tension in my body as I'm just telling you about this. But we have to let those voices go. It's not about doing it perfectly. We can remind ourselves that I'm not supposed to be perfect. I can make mistakes. I can learn from things and I can do it better. And one of the things that I've learned how to do is to circle back with people. So sometimes maybe I said something and then have you ever had that conversation where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. That was not a good thing. And then you just beat yourself up for months and months, or maybe you even end the friendship. There's a thing called circling back. You could circle back with them and say, oh, I wanted to check in with you. I'm really sorry. This is what I said. And this is actually what I meant. And, and sometimes they'll be like, I didn't even notice. And sometimes they're like, really appreciate it. But that can also be an opportunity to bring you closer. Or they may say, no, I'm done with you. And that's okay as well, because now you've created space for somebody else. So allow yourself the ability to make mistakes. Allow yourself to fall down because falling down doesn't define you. It doesn't define you when you make mistakes. And many times, if you're like me, we are just fantastic at dress rehearsing tragedy and making the failures worse than they'll ever be in our beautiful minds. We're so good at that. Like I can have this amazing, fantastic failure of a story and be so far off from it, but I can create so much pain and suffering for myself. And here's an example of what this means. So when I coach the Aqua Monsters, and these are kind of like the fourth through sixth graders, the red group, and I'll tell them they have to do something, whether it's a set or, you know, maybe they have so many breaths they can take on the 50 yards freestyle. And 
at first they're like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I can't do that. I'm going to die. And I just love when they say that because they're totally indulging in the drama. Like seriously, when has one of my swimmers ever died? Knock on wood, but that hasn't happened. Right. And so I just respond to that. And well, this is going to be fantastic. If you're going to die because of this, then I'm going to have a great story to tell because I love to tell stories. And they look at me and instantly that story dies. Like that whole indulgence that they have where if I went to them and said, oh, you're not going to die, they'd be like, no, this is impossible. You want me to do something that's too hard. Oh my gosh, I'm not capable, right? They'd be on and on and on. But because I meet them, they're with it. They just stop. But that's the whole idea of they're afraid that they're not going to do it. Like what's going to happen if they need more air, they turn their breath and they take the air, but they're not going to die. And there's no point in indulging it they may not actually achieve success in taking the certain amount of breaths that I told them or doing the set that I did. But here's the great news. They're going to get better. We're all going to get better. We're going to learn from our failures because we're cultivating a growth mindset. So now I want to talk about fear of success. Like why would you be afraid of success? Take a deep breath. First, we have to talk about what is success. It's reaching a specific goal of what you want in your life. It's not your family's goal. It's not your family of origin. It's not your mentor. It's not your boss. It's not your spouse. It's not what all these other people want. It's not what society has told you you should have, but it's your goal of what it is that you want. And guess what? You could be totally wrong. You could think that that's a goal that you want, get it and realize, oh, I actually don't want this. I actually don't like it. That is actually great news. So we have this fear of failure in getting what we want, but then you can revise, you can tweak. But that is success, right? I'm not talking about you have to make $10 million to be successful. You have to have a PhD or an MBA, or you have to be a C-level person in a, in a corporation. I'm not talking about that because if those are your goals, that's fantastic. And I help my clients reach those kind of goals all the time. When I'm talking about what is your goal, not what is what somebody else deems for you. So success is you reaching a specific goal that you want in your life. That is success. Now you ask me, Corinne, why would I be afraid of success? Well, we have those great friends of ours in the back of our head who like to live there and camp there. No matter what we do, we may try to outrun them, but they're the shame gremlins. And they're there to keep us small. And some of them may have been fed by, you know, our parents or our upbringing of, oh, don't be that person. Don't be too much. If you're too much, people won't like you. If you're too much, if you have too much, people just want to take from you and they'll abuse you but there's these voices in the back of your head and they're not your voices. They've been programmed back there. Here's some other examples. So my clients who want to lose weight and who've lost a lot of weight and I've just had, I was coaching a client this past week about it. So like she's lost all this weight and she feels really good, but then she gets uncomfortable and she has a fear of success because there's more and more attention drawn to her. Whereas when she had that extra hundred pounds, She didn't have it. She could feel more hidden. And then she's afraid. She starts to make up stories of, oh, they only like me now because I'm thin. They didn't like me before when I was overweight, which isn't true. 
and especially in this client situation. But so they're afraid of the attention. Sometimes with my weight loss clients, they're afraid of what am I going to do with all this extra skin or they or my my spouse isn't going to want to be with me or I'm not going to be able to be with my spouse. They're dress rehearsing tragedy and it's no different than my monster swimmers who are dress rehearsing tragedy and saying they're going to die as they go and swim really fast because they limit their uh, the number of breaths they take in a short race. Another example of being afraid of success is when my clients are afraid that when they hit, whether it's a career success, it could be, you know, financial success, whatever it is, getting married to like the, the love of their lives, that they'll become too big for other people, that other people won't like them. They'll try to tear them down. And there is jealousy out there because people will think, oh, well, if you're really happy, then that's less for me. But the fantastic news, there's not this limit on how much happiness we can have, how much content we can have in our lives. And another reason that my clients could become afraid of success is they're afraid they're going to outgrow their marriages. Just like my clients with weight loss, my clients who, as they evolve, they're afraid they're going to outgrow. The other thing that happens for the partner as one client is doing really well is they get afraid that they're going to get left behind. And then there's the shame and this fear that's festering in that relationship instead of being able to cheer them on and love them and be excited for them and think it's fantastic to watch all of this or be a part of it because that's a different energy that people are bringing into relationships. And then sometimes people are afraid of like, okay, great, I make this success. And then how do I maintain it? How do I keep it going? And then it just fear goes back into shame of, oh my gosh, it's not enough. It's going to be too hard. This is going to be impossible. I'm going to fall down. I'm going to have this fear of failure. So those are some examples of why people have a fear of success. And then the problem is that with both of these fears, whether it's a fear of failure or the fear of success, is that we are biologically programmed to react to one of three ways, fight, flight, or freeze. And so with my clients who are losing weight, what happens? Well, they get so afraid of success, they start to create and sabotage themselves. They eat food, they eat things that they don't find nourishing for their bodies, and they flee into it. They flee into this food and just numb themselves because they're so afraid. Or maybe you want to make a specific amount of money, but you're so afraid that others are going to always want you to pay or that, or that you are going to, people are going to treat you differently because they're going to think, who do, who do you think you are with all this money? So instead you freeze and you hang out on social media instead of doing your work. Or maybe you're like some of my clients who want a loving and connected relationship with their spouse or partner, but They're afraid that maybe their spouse will get bored or they'll get bored in 20 years or that this person will hurt them if they love so deeply. So instead of creating love and connection and committing to that, they start to prepare and dress rehearse tragedy and fight and create conflict. So then they can say, see, I shouldn't be a part of this. So here's the thing. It's time to embrace success in your life right? We're going to, we're going to have success. There's going to be great moments and there's going to be hard moments and there's going to be in between and there's going to be some boring moments too. It's all fantastic, but we don't want to play small. And when we've taught, we've been taught to play small in our lives, but here's the thing. It's sucking the life out of you. And those of you who have people on your team, 
they're going to be happy for you if they're on your support team and they're going to grow with you. They're not going to leave you behind. So embrace the success. And then for the other stuff, you're going to be able to figure it out and move through your success because you have an agile mind. You have the information you need. You have the resources you need. And sometimes it's also the ability to have just-in-time learning. We have that access in this day and age. So embrace the success. It doesn't define you, but really be able to embrace it and receive it, enjoy it and go, wow, look at what I created. And I can tell you this as a 46-year-old woman who thought she grew up in Loser Street and was a loser. And when I look at the life that I have currently and the goals that I've been able to achieve, I'm really proud of myself. And a lot of my goals, I don't sit here and talk about them like to the specifics to you. They're very specific to me and to there's a small group of people that know them. They've earned the right to hear them. But I'm really proud of my goals. And I guess, you know, sometimes I can go into comparing despair, but I really try to stay into what is important to me. What are my values? What are my goals? What's important to me? And I can say, it's so cool to be on this side of it and go, wow, look at what I created. Look at what I accomplished and look at the areas that didn't work. And that's okay because they don't define me. It doesn't mean I'm a loser and I need to go back to loser straight. It either didn't work and I need to, there's some stuff in there that I can work on and make it work. Or maybe this isn't something that actually is something that I can pursue at this time. And that's okay. So I invite you to really lean into letting go of failure defining you and being afraid of your own success, being afraid of who you are really inside and what you get to create. Because it's so fun to really go out there and test yourself and see what you can do. And it's hard and you have to be brave and courageous. And there's some days I'm like, Corinne, why? Why do you do this? But when you're on the other side of it and you've been through it, you're like, wow, I did that. Look at me. I did that. And it doesn't mean that everybody has to know. It can be something that you celebrate on the inside or maybe you and a few people. But it feels so good to feel good about yourself and to know that you can bet on yourself and you can have your own back and you get to believe in yourself. And that, my friend, is what having success is all about. So the fantastic news in all of this is that it's normal to have fear of failure and it's normal to have a fear of success. It's all okay. There's some people that I do know, and you probably do too, who don't have a fear of success. They're like, what? Why would I have a fear of success? But it's all normal. We just don't need to indulge in it and live in that swampland. Like, come on, let's move out of the swampland. There's some beautiful places to live. There's much more comfortable places to live. I'm wanting to live in comfortable places. I don't need to live in the swampland of shame or in the swampland of fear. So instead, listen to the stories you're telling yourselves that you are creating in this fear, whether it's the fear of success or the fear of failure. They're always stories. It's all the stuff in our brain. And check in to see if there's any truth in this. I'm not saying like, oh, just pretend and stick your head in the sand. I am saying, check in and see what is true. Like when the kids are talking about dying, could they die? Well, there's, there could be a chance. Have I ever had a kid die? No. And I'm managing the risk because I'm not doing, having them do something that they aren't capable of doing. They just have their own limiting beliefs about what they can do. And then finally, Trust yourself that you are capable. Trust yourself that you can figure things out and you have everything inside of you. 
and also trust that the right people will be there in your life. And it doesn't mean you have to be passive about this. You're going to have to go and do work and be deliberate and be creative and, you know, and cultivate relationships and circle back and have courageous conversations. But really trust that the right people will be in your life. And the one thing that I've learned more and more as I get older is that it's not a scarce world. There is plenty. And when I make space, it's amazing the people who've come into my life at the right time. There's that often that saying of when the student is ready, the teacher appears and that can work out. And when you are ready, you can also find those friends that you want to have in your life. You can also find the jobs that you want to have, the work that you want to do. You're going to have to go out there and put yourself out there and be brave. So let's let go of this fear of failure and the fear of success. It's going to be there just like those shame gremlins like to live in the back of our head. They're going to be there. And we just realize that they're there. We don't need to fight with them. We don't need to go gladiator on them because none of that is effective. Compassion is the biggest motivator for change. It's the antidote for shame. Being compassionate and compassion has boundaries. So fear of failure, fear of success. It's normal. Let's let go of it. And then let's go forward so you can really create the life that you want in the different arenas. So whether it's in yourself, in your personal relationships, in doing meaningful work for you, and in your life, in your community, creating the life that you want. So let's overcome this and go forward. Thank you so much. So it's time to go create this fulfilling life that you want, overcome shame and overcome fear and learn to cultivate new stories about who you are and where you're going. And here's the thing I've got for you. And I'm so excited. I can't wait for this next group to start. I've got fantastic people that have already joined and it's the enough program, the enough your daring year. And I've poured years of experience into this premium group coaching program to help you achieve this and so much more. So I invite you to go take a look and apply for this program to see all the details and apply. Go to howshereallydoesit.com forward slash enough. Howshereallydoesit.com forward slash enough. I'm smiling big for you. On a lake, she is dreaming. She is drifting, never been so wide awake.